The message you're about to listen to is produced by Sierra Iso Media. I want us to look at the year of divine advancement and subtitle Maximizing Your Year. The Year of Divine Advancement. Maximizing your year. If you're a student of the Word of God, you understand that God is a God of times and seasons. Tell someone, God is a God of times and seasons. In certain seasons, God does certain things. In other words, what God is doing in one season might not be what God will be doing in another season. For instance, when God called Moses, he gave him a rod. And he said, with this rod, you do signs. When he called Joshua, he gave him the word. The same calling. In Joshua 1 verse 5, God told Joshua, he says, no man shall be able to stand before the other days of thy life. As I was with Moses, I'll be with thee. And I want to leave you, not forsake you. I want to fail you, not forsake you. Now, notice this. God is saying, I'm going to be with you like I was with Moses, but the strategy is different. So how do I maximize the year of divine advancement? Number one, you must know the theme of the year. Now, there are two kinds of knowing. Head knowledge and what? Heart knowledge. See, you must know the theme of the year. In other words, you must be acquainted with it. See, for some of us, we see it as a declaration for the year. No, it's the revelation of what God was doing in this year. That's what I call the theme of the year. Are you following me? It's called the theme of the year because it describes what God is doing. Tell someone it describes what God is doing. All right. Now let's look at a few things here quickly. Go very quickly to Acts 10. And I want us to look at Peter's experience with Cornelius. Let's look at verse 33. It says, immediately therefore I send to thee, and thou hast well done, and thou art come. Now therefore, we are all here, present before God, to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. See? So, the man says, I'm gathered here with my family to hear the commanded word. See, there is a commanded word. Every divine instruction is a command. When you reduce an instruction to the level of suggestion, it loses its power to bless you. 
So God is saying to us, this is the year of divine advancement, is the commanded word. We said the logos of God is what God has said. Can you remember? Then we said the rhema of God is what? What God is saying. So, for us as a people, God is saying to us that he's going before us. Tell someone God is going before us. Never forget that. One thing you must be, you must train yourself to be conscious of is this. You must be conscious of God this year. No matter what you perceive, no matter what you sense, be conscious of God. Because this is the year of the Lord. Amen? Yeah, it's the year of the Lord. He is going to show up and show off on behalf of his people. In Acts 10 verse 44, the Bible says, While Peter yet spake these words. Now remember that Rhema, we said, is God's specific word to a specific person at a specific time for a specific purpose. So the man said, we want to hear what God has commanded you to say. And Peter spoke what God has commanded him to say. And when he spoke, the spirit fell on all them which heard the word. The words there in plural is rhema. The word there in singular is logos. So whatever rhema we say God is saying to us must be consistent with the written word. Are you following me? Okay, now notice the spirit fell on those who heard the rhema that was from the logos. So if I want to know what the Holy Ghost will confirm, I need to hear what God is saying. I didn't get an amen. Watch this. Now watch this. Creation was brought into being by words. Am I right? Hebrews 1 verse 3 calls it the word of his power, the rhema of his power. So if I want to see God's power at work on my benefit, I need to hear what God is saying. Power is the ability to do work. So the word that will work for me is the word God is saying. Are you following me? So the word that will work for you is what God is saying. And you've got to say what God is saying. So the first thing is to understand, to know the theme of the year. Catch the theme of the year. In Habakkuk 2 verse 1, Habakkuk 2 verse 1, the Bible tells us, it says, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon a tower and I will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I'm reproved. I'll come there to your answer. But let me say it now before I get there. The theme of the year must be your confession throughout the year. The theme of the year must be your confession throughout the year. You see that? The theme of the year. Whatever God, has, what God is saying, you say what God is saying. When you say what God is saying, you are agreeing with God. See? Verse 2. It says, the Bible says, write the vision. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that read it. See? 
a vision in this context refers to a redemptive revelation, a mental picture of a forever future. So God gives us a picture of the future through the word. See, because a rhema word is a now word. For instance, in Genesis 12, verse 1, the Bible says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham. Now the Lord has said to Abraham. So Abraham had his now word. See, our lives and our seasons are governed by the now words we receive from God. Our lives and our seasons are governed by the now words we receive from God. Are we together? Okay, now come to Hebrews 11, verse 3, and we'll go back to Habakkuk 2. Hebrews 11, verse 3. It says, through faith we understand that the world, I was explaining this on New Year's Day, is referring to the ages, periods of time. Periods of time were framed by the rhema of God. It says, seasons are defined by what God is saying at that time. Let me give you an instance. In the early 1900s, the word was the baptism with the Holy Spirit. It carried on to the 1940s. And the word was the healing power of God. And lots of people began to flow in healings. It continued from, that's 1947, thereabout, and it moved on to um, 1967. The emphasis were the gift of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the, the, the workings of those spiritual people, and people like Kanukum and Rose. It was a now word in that season. See, seasons are defined by words. And that's why you hear things like moves of the Spirit. See, because every move of the Spirit has a message. Because when the Spirit of God was moving, God said, because the move of the Spirit comes with a sound. Jesus said in Revelation 2 verse 7, let him that has an ear hear what the Spirit says to the churches. See, that means God brings now words through the Spirit. You see that? Go back to Hebrews 11.3. It says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds were framed. The seasons were defined. See? So, if God wants to do something, he sends a word. He sends a word. And for us, he has given us a theme of the year. And he says, it's a year of divine advancement. That must be in your heart. Go to Joshua 1, beginning from verse 1. Look at how God taught this man to flow. Now, after the death of Moses, the sound of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Moses, the son of Nun. Moses means a saying. Next. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Okay? They mourned Moses for about 30 days. And when they were done, God comes to Moses' uh, attendant. He is, uh, he is a houseboy, so to say. His PA, he's, he, does, he was not Moses' assistant. He was Moses' minister, his servant. And he comes there and says, Now, Moses, my servant, now therefore arise. See? He had an hour. 
Go over this Jordan. Notice God has given him direction. Go over this Jordan, down all these people, onto the land which I do give them to the children of Israel. Verse 3. Every place is given an instruction. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said. So you can see that God is giving him a rhema based on the logos. See, the word of the Lord came unto him saying, based on what has been said. Hello? So, when someone says, God said to me, find out whether it's consistent with what God has said. Are we together? Because there are a lot of people who are flowing around or moving around and saying that they are prophets of God, but every prophet of God must speak in line with the truth of God's word. John 16 verse 13 says, the Spirit of God will guide us into what? All truth. Say the Spirit of God will guide us into all truth. Yeah. See, it doesn't guide us outside the truth. It guides us what? Into what? All truth. Say all truth. Yeah, all truth. Hallelujah. All right. Now, there's something I would love to read to you. Let's read for, um, because of those of you who might need to know this. Look at Isaiah 8. Let's begin from verse 19. When they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits. You see that? There are people who have familiar spirits. And this is one way you know them. And unto wizards that peep and mortar, should not the people seek unto their God for the living, to the dead, to the law, and to the testimony? If they speak not according to this word, did you see that? It is because there is no light in them. So if an individual claims to be a prophet, it must function in line with the word. Are you following me? Go back to Dogo Joshua, please. Is this helping anybody, please? So how do we maximize the year? First of all, know and understand the theme of the year. Then look at this, verse 4. From this wilderness and this Lebanon unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. See, God specifies what he has given to them. Last year was a year of shining. We saw what God did. We got on TV. He announced us to the nations of the world. This year is the year of divine advancement. See, he didn't say, I give you all of Africa. No, he defined what he was doing. Next year is a year of harvest, 2020. 2021 is a year of life. 2022 is a year of double portion. 2023 is a year of rest unto the Lord. See, he, he understands what he's doing. Every of these years, the Spirit of God is doing something. Are you following me? All right, verse 5. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. That's one of the scriptures for this year. In other words, this year, there's no worthy opposition. Then notice this. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. 
Ancient anointings and graces will be manifested in our day. Ancient anointings. Mantles of people far gone. The Lord spoke to me. The power gifts. The gift of faith. The working of miracles. The gifts of healings will be very strong in this year, 2019. So I will not be surprised if we see more evangelists going to rise up with great miracles. Oh, 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 that's what he said. That's what he's doing. Are you getting what I'm saying? All right. Now let's move on, please. Verse 5, I see that. As I must have built thee, I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Oh, this is beautiful. Do you know that your relationship with God is what guarantees your success? Your life will rise or fall to your relationship and fellowship with God. That's the bottom line. See, my son shared a vision with me today how the Lord put him on top of a mountain. And from the mountain, water was flowing down and watering some cultivated land. I said, it's simple. God is saying that if you will stay in fellowship with him, out of that flow is what will come, what will water the church because the farmland is always church for a pastor. You see, your success in life is tied to a relationship with God. Never forget that. If you will not walk with God, you will not fulfill your destiny. You may reach your goals and not fulfill your destiny. That's the saddest place to be. A very popular actor in Hollywood said many years ago, said um, um, Hollywood will give you, is it, is it uh, $10 or $5 for your soul and give you a lot of money, but it's $5 for your soul. In other words, this individual has acted and there was an emptiness. You can reach your goals if you're not going to fellowship with God. You're going to live a very empty life. Sixth place. It says, be strong and of a good courage. For unto these people thou shalt divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Now, this year, 2019, is a year God is bringing us into inheritance. See, for many of us, we've been going through divine training. See, divine training is what they call wilderness. In the wilderness is where you learn to trust the word of God. See, you don't, your, your trust is not in your circumstances, it's in the word of God. Jesus himself, after the Father announced him, was taken through the wilderness for 40 days. Notice the children of Israel were supposed to be in the wilderness for only 40 days. I hope you're aware of that. And for every day of doubt, they got a year of wandering. The impact of a day. Do you know that one day can impact your whole year? So Jesus stayed in the wilderness for 40 days, but he stayed for 40 years because of that doubt. Give me Deuteronomy 8, we'll come back here, beginning from verse 1. Deuteronomy 8, verse 1. Look at what God seeks to achieve when he takes you through that training period. All the commandments which I commanded this day shall ye observe and do, 
that you may live. Now, obedience releases life. Disobedience releases death. See, every time you obey God, you release life. Every time you disobey God, you release death. He said, I may live and multiply. That means obedience brings increase. And go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. You see that? God was bringing them into the inheritance he told the fathers about. So in 2019, we are coming into what the fathers prophesied about. Things that we Wiggles were prophesied about. Things that Catherine Coleman prophesied about. Things that John Gillick prophesied about. We are coming to that season. They speak about a time where there will be a movement of the word and the spirit. Men who function in the spirit and are very sound in the word. That's where we are now. Are you following me? Verse 2. Verse 2. It says, and thou shalt remember all the way. Watch this. Thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. And he explains the purpose of a training. What was the purpose? To humble thee. Do you know that without humility, you cannot fulfill your destiny? Do you know for Jesus to have the name above all names, he had to humble himself? And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and become obedient unto death even the death of the cross. And therefore God has given him a name which above every name. Do you know why you're not being promoted? Your arrogance. I taught you the other time, it says pride is excessive preoccupation with your own rights. See, with your own rights. Excessive preoccupation with your own interests. Excessive preoccupation with your rights, with your interests, with yourself. That's pride. See, when we think of pride, we think of someone who raises his shoulder. That's, there's more. You can be quiet and be proud. Say, are you making a suggestion? No. Why? Because he didn't take your last suggestion. So says, talk now. Bring your, uh, your suggestion. Last time I gave my suggestion, nobody took it. I'm not, see, it's your pride. Some of you are laughing. See, we think, when we think of pride, say, that guy is very proud. See, he's carrying. You can be very, you can look humble and be very religious and be very proud. Jesus was so humble. This is God. God. And he lived for 30 years. In obscurity, he wasn't known for 30 years. He was a carpenter. Think of Jesus going to make table and chair for this woman. And the woman says, uh, Yeshua, please, make more. He doesn't say, ah, madam, it's true you said, oh, why are you asking me for more now? Look at the deadline. No, humble. To humble thee. Excessive preoccupation with your own interests. Why did you leave the ocean department? You brought a suggestion, nobody took it, and you left the department. Look at your pride. 
You can't fulfill your destiny that way. You know, I, I remember uh, some, 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 a guy came to me. He went to leave his pastor. And he came to me and uh, was saying all kinds of stuff. I said, no, you can't leave your pastor. He said, no, I want to walk with you. I said, you can't leave your pastor. I said, go back to your pastor. He was not happy, but when he went back to his pastor, America opened up to him. He went to America. Right now, he's married to an American. He's an American citizen. Pride. The wife cooked a bono soup. The husband came and said, I'm not interested. I prefer goosey. So you see what I will cook in this house tomorrow. Pride. Husband bought something for the wife, and the wife said, I don't like it. If it was better, I would have taken it. I will give it to my sister. And because I went to buy it for you, Abby. Okay, now you see what I will buy next time. Pride. Are you seeing our pride? Are you, are you seeing our, our pride? You came second. You were very happy you were second. You got home and found out your cousin living with you came first. Now you're not happy about your second. You see that? Pride. You were happy you got married. After you got married, they did the wedding. Everybody was happy. Ah, no wedding like that in Yenegua. Then someone else, there was a wedding. It was so beautiful. In fact, I even came and said, wow, that wedding was just, God was in that wedding. Then he said, is he saying that God was not in my wedding? Did I talk to you? Pride. Tell someone, I refuse to be proud. See, we want to maximize the year. It says to humble thee and to prove thee, to test you. So God tests you. The instructions are tests. It says, and to know what was in your heart. Oh, oh, nothing reveals what is in our hearts than when we don't get our way. So instructions are tests. And nothing reveals what is in our hearts than when things don't go our way. The lady is very quiet in the taxi. Quiet. Oh, bless you. I mean, I'm a member of Charismatic. I was about to say, yeah, I said, that man is down here. He's my man of God. He's a man of love. Yeah, that's what we are. We are loving people. Then you pay the conductor. And you say, change. Say, madam, take 20 naira. I don't get on that change. So, boy, my change, now 50 naira. If you don't want trouble here, bring my change. Ah, someone says, sister, please, hey, 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 leave sister first. Bring, to know what was in your heart. So now she's no longer his sister. When she was in, when they were moving the, the bus or whatever, I was moving to Amansuma. I go, yeah, bless. Oh, so, oh, Jesus. Oh, now nah, I changed. They didn't give her a change. The true color. What was in her heart manifested? Signs are very, you're a very quiet man. Very, really? Yeah. Someone hit your car. What? Are you mad? Then do you, in fact, the God of someone said, I, I, I thought you were very quiet. No, when they touch your bottle, they know what is in your heart. 
Are you in the choir? No, I've left. Why? I wanted to back up. They didn't let me back up. What is the use being in the choir? When choir was started by John Calvin, there was no backup. To know what was in your heart. Your leader of a department left. You were the next in line. Then they put on another person. Say, are they saying that there's something wrong with me? I leave the department to know what was in your heart. That was God testing whether I can trust you with higher authority than the one you were coveting. Is this helping anybody? Then he says, whether I would escape his commandments or no. Next, quickly, let's run. It says, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know. Watch this. That he might make thee know. Why did God allow them to go to circumstances where manna would not come? Because he wanted them to know that provisions were, tried, were tied to instructions. He was teaching them something. He wanted them to know that your provisions are tied to divine instructions. And that's why you got to know the team of the year and function with the team of the year and the strategies for the year, the divine strategies for the year. That you may know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Jesus quotes this in Matthew 4.4 4 and Luke 4.4. 4. And when they use the word every word, it was the rhema. That means the best way to maximize this year is to know the theme of the year, the rhema of the year, and to function in line with the rhema of the year. Joshua 1, quickly, let's wrap this up. Joshua 1, verse 6. Be strong and of good courage, for, now, for unto this people shall thou divide for inheritance the land which I swear unto the, on their fathers to give them. Next. Only be thou strong and very courageous. You know, he's telling him what the instruction. They're going to the land. The inheritance. He says, only be thou strong and very courageous, and thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from me to the right or to the left, that thou mayest prosper with us where thou goest. In other words, stick to the instructions, and you will prosper wherever you are. Then he gives us number eight, verse eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Number one, you know the theme of the year. You understand the theme of the year. Number two, confess the theme of the year. I told you I'll come to it. Can you remember? You confess it. Make it your confession. In fact, we're going to write a confession and give it to you guys for the year. So you'll be confessing it every day, the theme of the year. You confess it. You confess it. You confess the theme of the year. Whatever God has told you, you speak it. You speak it. 
But many of us don't speak the theme of the year. For Abraham to conceive Isaac in one year, don't forget it, number nine is the number for birthing. The number nine is the number of the womb. So when Abraham got to how many years? 99 years. See? 99 years. This is 2019. It comes to him and gives him a new name. And as Abraham was calling himself that name, he sustained and perpetuated what God was doing in his wife. And in one year, what could not happen in 24 years happened in one year because now they had the strategy. See, he began to confess it. What's your name? Abraham. I thought you were Abraham. Ah, change my name. My name is not Abraham. He had to agree with God. See, he had to agree with God. So you too, you have to agree with God. This is my year of divine advancement. See, this is my year. Say, this is my year of divine advancement. Now, when I say, this is the year of divine advancement. But when I say, this is mine, I'm making it mine. I am taking it as mine. Are you following me? It says, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. In Amalek 2 verse 1, it says, I will stand upon my watch. And I will watch to see what he will say unto me. And what I shall answer. And what I shall answer when I'm approved. In other words, my answer is based on what he said unto me. So whatever he is saying to us this year, say it. God is fighting for us this year. God is going before me this year. Yeah, you say it. Foreign currency, hard currency is coming unto me. You say it. Deuteronomy 6, beginning from verse 5. Deuteronomy 6, beginning from verse 5. It says, and thou shalt love the Lord. Like, first of all, let's begin from verse, verse 1. Look at this. Now, these are the commandments, statutes, and the judgment which the Lord your God commanded to teach you. That you might do them in the land which you go to possess it. That thou mayest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's sons, all the days of thy life, that thy days may be prolonged. Watch this. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it. And it may be well with you, notice, and that you may increase mightily as the Lord God of, the Lord God of thy fathers had promised thee in the land which flowed with meek and honey. In other words, you want to see what God once said about the year, then do what God has instructed concerning the year. Because there are many times you enter into a year, you never saw the year manifested in your life. See, last year, some of us went abroad. It was a year one for the year. That the nations will open unto us. Look at this. Verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And now shall love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Watch this. Watch this. And these words, which I commanded this day, shall be in thine heart. These words, the rhema words, you put it in your heart. Then he says, and now shall teach them children to your children. 
and shall talk of them. You see that? And shall talk of them. You talk of these things. And shall talk of them. When thou sittest in thy house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou risest, when thou risest, this is my year of divine advancement. And some things I see or experience in this season, I'll just say, I remember I was talking to my son today, and I was saying something, I said, I, I will use the word past tense. Because God spoke to us and said, I think it was, it was New Year, they said, your, your problems, your struggles ended with yesterday. So for us, I, whenever I want to say anything that looks like a challenge in the present, I say, I use the past tense. When you, when you talk in your house, so don't sit down at home and say, in fact, eh, only God knows this will be. No, it's advancement. It's advancement. It's a year of the, uh, supernatural world transference. So you need to speak what God is saying. Don't say, ah, only God knows. No, God knows that you're going to prosper this year. Amen. So be positive. Tell someone, be positive. Say, and thou shalt teach them, teach them unto thy children, and talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up. Next. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontless between your eyes. Keep your eyes in a book. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep looking at it. Verse 9. And thou shalt write upon the post of thine house, and on thy gates. That's why we have the sticker. Confess it. Tell somebody, confess it. Yeah. This year, I have never, by the grace of God, been negative. She's very young here. No matter what I see, I will say something positive. Deuteronomy 11, verse 18, please. Therefore, shall you lay up these words in your heart and in your soul. And bind them for, are you seeing that? And bind them for a sign upon your hand that they may be as front as within your eyes. Keep looking at the word. And you shall teach them upon uh, your children, speaking of them when I sit in thine house, when I walk as by the way, when I lie down, when I rise up, and thou shalt write upon the doorposts of thine house and upon thy gates. That your days may be multiplied and the days of your children. In the land with the Lord, swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven and earth. We can experience heaven on earth if we speak the theme of the year. This is my year of divine advancement. This is my year of uncommon accomplishment. Yeah. Are you following me? So, go to Joshua 1.8 quickly. Joshua 1.8. It says, this book of law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. That's the next one. Meditate on the theme of the year. Contemplate it. Hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it and hear it. Contemplate it. Roll it over in your mind. Saturate your environment with the message of the year. Play it in your car. Play it in your house. Put it in your phones. Put it in your iPads. Because we want to see it come to pass. There's a young man, when it comes to money, money flows, money answers to him, but healing doesn't answer to him. And he was wondering, and someone came to him and said, the reason healing doesn't answer to you, you've never spent time in the word of God concerning healing. And he said, that's true. 
Because you cannot receive returns where you've not invested. Most of us want returns where we have not invested. By the end of the year, we'll know whether you invested in the theme of the year. See, our returns in life are life's response to our investments. See, our returns. So if you don't have good returns, you can't blame no one. It's just your investment. It says, and now shall meditate therein day and night. Okay, give to me first money 4 verse 14 into 15. We'll come back here quickly. First Timothy 4, 14 into 15. It says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy. We learned on New Year Day. What is prophecy? Inspired utterance. Can you remember? Okay, the gift was given to him by prophecy. With the laying on of the hands of the presbytery, the elders laid hands on Timothy. Then he says in verse 15, he says, meditate upon these things. Upon which things? The prophecy. You see that? You meditate on the prophecy. You take that message. If need be, transcribe it yourself. Listen and write it out. Then meditate upon these things. Then he says, give yourself completely, wholly to them. How? That you're profiting. Your profiting, your fanero, your manifestation, your shining, see, may appear to all. It says if you want to see the manifestation of the year, then meditate on the theme of the year, the words of the year, the scriptures of the year. All the scriptures are quoted. You meditate on all of them. He said, upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. Joshua 1 8 again, please. Is this helping anybody, please? All right. Now look at this. It says, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of the out of the Okay, sir. Thank you, sir. Psalm 1, verse 2 and 3. Psalm 1, verse 2 and 3. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. See, we learned from Joshua's case that the law was the now word for entering into the promised land. Verse 3. It says, And it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit when? In his season. Do you know you can come to your season and not have fruit? Many people come to their season and not have fruit. Why? Because they did not prepare for their season. If you look at the seasons of life, a woman by the age of 25, except something in, happens or maybe exceptional cases, when she's in a flower, she should be married between 22 and 27, 28. She should be married. But why are many not married. They missed their season. Now, it doesn't mean they will not marry. They will marry. But it would have been easier 
It is easy. How many of you have ever planted? You've ever been to plant? You planted? Now, if you've planted, how many of you planted maybe corn later than usual? Okay? You'll notice that some will be destroyed or it will not be big enough. You see that? It was having difficulty producing. See, if you have planted at the right time, it will produce a lot of cups. But because you planted it late. See, see, there's a law that governs life. The law of times and seasons. And when you miss your season, when you miss your season, things are taking a longer time. It's not because God is wasting time. You know something like that? When, if there's anything you think you're due for, then it's taking a long time. No, it's not God's fault. You missed your season. I like the way you're looking at me. You missed your season. Your season came. See, for some ladies, when they came to their season, they were just, they were having boyfriends and girlfriends and doing tulu tulu. Now, when they want to settle down, the season has passed. You see that now? You have your season. Even in ministry, there are seasons. The older generation and the people that are making big waves in the older generation, they were launched into the ministry in the 80s. The older generation. Those in our generation were launched into the ministry in the 90s. All those who don't respond at that time, when they yield, it's slower. It's about times and seasons. See, if you understand this thing and let it soak into your heart, where you're hearing this, that's I don't want to rush. If you, if you can get it, understand this thing I'm sharing right now, you've settled your life. Are you following me? It says, and that bring it for the food in the season, is leaf also shall not wither evergreen and whatsoever I do it shall prosper why is this guy is getting result of the result of he entered in his season you see that you enter in your season don't enter later on. you will still get your miracle you will still get married you still get a job you still be blessed your church will still grow but it could have been better So, for you to get the best out of this year, I'm sure you know, know the theme of the year, confess the theme of the year, meditate on the theme of the year. Why? So that when certain things are supposed to be happening this year, are happening, it will be happening at the right time. So, you don't be looking at, ah, they say divine advancement, this won't happen, I'm not seeing anything. They say hard currency, soft currency, I'm seeing. And no, because you missed your season. Joshua 1 8. I'll give you about two more and we'll wrap up this service. It says, This book of law shall not about their mouth confession, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou must observe to do according to all that is written therein. Obedience. 
doing the word. This year, focus your mind on doing the word of God and obeying the voice of the spirit. They asked, I think it was Kennedy Higgin, one of the two primary keys to success in ministry. He said, number one, do the word of God, obey the voice of the spirit. And you must observe to do according to all that's doing therein. It says, for then you shall make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. You want to have a great year, maximize this year? I'm showing you the strategy. Number four, doing the word, obeying the voice of the spirit. When Ken Hagen puts it in four, he puts doing the word separate from obeying. But I'm putting them together because the spirit of God will lead us in line with the word of God. Doing the word and obeying the voice of the Spirit. Number five. And this is the last one for this meeting. Pray the theme of the year. Pray the theme of the year. Pray it. Give me First Timothy 1 verse 18. Pray the theme of the year. This charge I commit unto the son Timothy. According to the prophecies. You see, the theme of the year is a word that summarizes everything God is doing that year. There are many things the minister speaks while the message is on. You say, this is what God is saying. You shall be like this this year. There are many prophecies. Go and listen to the message again and write them down. So this child coming down to this son, Timothy. According to the prophecies which went before on thee, the prophecies go, the pro, your prophecy goes ahead of you. See, to set things in order. But for you to line up with that prophecy, your confession must be in line with the prophecy and your prayers. That thou by them mightest war a good warfare. So you're not going to have great victories this year if you're not praying the theme of the year. That's why we are fasting and praying. See? The theme of the year. Now, that means what good warfare says, holding faith and a good conscience with some having put away concerning faith have made a shipwreck. Believe in those prophecies. Confess them. Meditate on them, act on them, and pray them. If not, you could make a shipwreck. In other words, at the end of the year, what God said never came to pass in your life. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. You pray the theme of the year. In Genesis 32, 9 to 12, when Jacob was coming home, he was coming home. God told him to go home. And Esau was waiting to kill him. Esau was waiting to kill him. With 400 men. So what did he do? He says, and Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and the God of my father Isaac, the Lord we said unto me. You see that? He's bringing his rhema. They had Raymond's for this. All those scriptures you, you, I, I gave you on the 31st line, go and listen to the message. Copy them out. 
We'll still try to do it on WhatsApp for you, but you go and copy it first. It shows that you're more serious about your destiny this year. Because this year, God can do in one year what should take 10 years. So that means there's so much good in this year. I was talking to a prophet of God. He said, there's so much good. He said, this year, it's, it, it, it can smell it. It's, 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 it can smell the things God wants to do this year. But whether it happens for you, is up to you. You go and get the message. Listen to it. Write down the scriptures. It says, the Lord will say unto me, return to thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. Next. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Next. And thou said, See, he said, is coming to kill me, but you know what you said? You know the raiment you gave me? Thou said, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sound of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. One word is that for these years that God has given us the capacity for a thousand. Every pastor should be able to pastor a thousand people. There's a church, I think it's in Uganda. For seven years, the man has seven members. In the seventh year, he had 2,000 members. That's what we're talking about. When you come to your season, that which is totally impossible should be happening. But if you don't know the strategy to get there, you can come to your season and the season, your, your, your season or, or, or your expectations are aborted. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. And what happened? After this prayer, God came. God came to meet Jacob. And God blessed him. When Esau saw him, Esau couldn't kill him. Why did God come? Because a man had sounded his rhema in heaven. And God cannot deny himself. It's time to sound your rhema. Sound the rhema of the air. Sound it, sound it, sound it. You get those scriptures, you pray them. Lord, you are going before me. You will fight for me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every opposition this year, they are bowing before me. You are praying the theme of the year. I rest my case in this service. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessor, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Borough Expressway, Birugulu, Yenegua Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.